welcome to the Game Cola RPG Cast. This time we're doing Final Fantasy, the original NES classic. I'm Nathaniel Woo! Hoover. Yeah, I'm Nathaniel Hoover, your GM or game master for this game. Uh, this is one that I uh, wrote and I'm running myself. And uh, the mechanics you may notice are a little different from probably anything else you've ever played. Uh, that's because it's not Dungeons and Dragons, it's not White Wolf, it's nothing like that. It's I kind of worked out what Final Fantasy mechanics were and tried to apply them to a tabletop role-playing setting. Ta-da! So we'll see how this goes. Uh, joining me, the four warriors of light who will be on this mighty quest together are... Please introduce yourselves, starting from the top. Hi, I'm Mike Ridgway. I uh, occasionally write for Game Cola these days, when I'm not too busy with everything else. I was Kensu in the uh, Chrysalis game, and uh, I'm going to be playing the fighter, and I look forward to being generally disruptive. I'm Michael Gray. I do writing for GameCola.net. I'm playing the Red Mage Alf, A-L-P-H. I'm Joseph. I write sometimes for Game Cola, and I was made Bob in the Made RPG cast. Um, and I'm the white mage of this run through. Hi, I'm Anna. I write for Game Cola, and I'm going to be the uh, black mage of this party. Very good. So, with all of that said, these are the players. Now, here's the game. Every good story about a band of heroes and their epic adventure starts off in a tavern. This story starts out in front of a castle, so I'm not sure what that says about this story. The four of you are standing here before Castle Canaria because of a crystal you each discovered on your doorstep one morning. Attached to the crystal was a note which read, Adventurers wanted! Princess kidnapped by rogue knight! No experience necessary! No guarantee of monetary compensation! Death and dismemberment likely! Complimentary pancake brunch upon safe return of princess! Deliver this crystal to the King of Canaria for more details! Naturally, such an offer was irresistible to you. Whether I really by like pancakes. My pancakes are the central conceit to my character. I, I figured that was sort of the case. I hope to get pancakes. <laughs> yep, this is the stuff of heroism right here. Whether by fate, coincidence, or sheer plot convenience, the four of you have arrived at the castle within moments of each other. An unexpected feeling of camaraderie washes over each of you as you notice the similar crystals you are, yeah, you're all holding in your hands. Perhaps there's some sort of magical connection between them, or perhaps you're simply relieved at the prospect of having someone else for the rogue knight to wail on while you work out a rescue plan. So, party members, the four of you standing outside uh, the castle, go ahead and uh, chat amongst yourselves for a minute. You, you feel this strange need to, uh, first of all, describe your character appearance, and uh, second of all, introduce yourselves to the uh, people you're probably going to be adventuring with. Hello, fellow pancake enthusiasts. My <laughs> name is Pancake, the Pancake Warrior. I'm, I'm uh, sorry, it needs to, be, needs to be four letters to fit into the Final Fantasy uh, alphabet. Pank. <laughs> Very good. Uh, I have red clothes, red hair, and black eyes. I just I want to be the fighter, so yeah. <laughs> there you go. I want to be that guy. That guy. Yeah. You're officially that guy. Who's obsessed with pancakes? Uh, my name is Alf. I am the Red Mage, as you can tell from the fact that I have a fancy red cape, which I use to fly off of buildings in my imagination. Hey, we match! Yay! <laughs> Hello, I'm Jove, dispelled with an E before the V, because I'm a magician-type person, and that's what they do with magic things. But you can call me Joe if that one syllable is too magic? much for you. So your name's My name is Magic. It's J-O-E-V. Can I use it but to you can call me cast a spell? If I say your name... Try. Like... 
appear. Can I, mean, I say by Jove <laughs> all the time? Joe. Oh, yeah. hey, look, I'm here. It worked. Do it at 5 um, a.m. By Jove. Oh, damn it. <laughs> it was in the middle of a great dream. I lived in a um, world where people were constantly summoning me by saying my name. And I am the white mage, as you can clearly see from the all-white, because I like to dress appropriately and clearly so that people know who I am. So I'm picturing a uh, white tuxedo with white spats, <laughs> a white top hat. Exactly. You're going. How do you get? How do you not get syrup all over your white outfit? I'm just, I use my utensils very carefully. You are very, I'm, I'm, I'm very poorly dressed for a pancake uh, breakfast. <laughs> I'm a pancake connoisseur. This is going to be a problem. Thanks. I eat it slowly. It's not like I mash my pancakes and syrup all together. You know, wishy-washy just splurge. It's a very delicate procedure of eating pancakes we're gonna have, we're and experiencing I think we have, great. we have basic philosophical differences on the nature I, of pancakes. I, I, I think that's the case. Does the black mage in the corner of this open field in front of the castle say anything? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hello, my name, is, my name is Lita. I'm a black mage, and I like hiding in the shadows. It's cool. <laughs> I don't know. And we're friends. Yeah, we're friends. Can you cast some pancakes yet? No, I can't. Live in the same town. Live, yeah. I don't know if we still live there because we're traveling. Don't know how long that's going to be. Well, with the introductions concluded, you proceed through the perimeter wall and into the castle. The interior of Castle Canaria is far less impressive than the exterior with its imposing towers and majestic parapets. From here, it looks uh, like a lot of white and gray stone with some patches of grass that no one bothered to pave over. Ahead of you is a hallway lined with five thick ivory pillars on either side, which open up to other parts of the castle in three spots and end in a simple staircase. To your left and right are the bases of two of the towers, and there's a path between the towers and the perimeter wall that presumably goes the whole way around the castle. A member of the Royal Guard, clad in an opulent gold helmet with matching epaulets adorning the shoulders of his crimson battle armor, stands at attention in front of the pillar nearest to you. You spy another guard by the staircase at the end of the hallway, who appears to be dutifully watching the pillar in front of him to ensure it doesn't try anything funny. You hear a hint of conversation echoing from down the hallway, but otherwise, the castle looks and sounds fairly devoid of activity. Halt! shouts the guard ahead of you. What business have you here? We've come for the pancakes! <laughs> Believe pancakes was part of our business, a very important part. Oh, you're here for the pancakes. Do we have to do another complimentary pancake brunch? My friend. Do you mean another? <laughs> if I will lose all confidence in our monarchical system here if I do not receive my pancakes. You no, don't no, want no. that type of unrest of foment out in the public. No, I, I understand that, but if, if there's a, a pancake brunch involved, that... <sighs> That means the princess was kidnapped again? Bruce, he calls to the other guard. How many times is that this week? Three? Five, boss? Bruce responds, still staring intently at the pillar before him. Five kidnappings this week alone. So I suppose that makes you all light warriors then. Bruce, we've got light warriors! Bruce, without leaving his post or facing away from the pillar, shouts, Light warriors! You hear faint grumbles of acknowledgement from elsewhere in the castle. The guard in front of you turns back to address you again. Is I assume Bruce you're familiar. a child soldier? Because it sounds like he's going through puberty. Uh, perhaps. He, he does look rather youthful. Uh, the guard you're speaking <laughs> with uh, turns back to this address is, you again. It's horrible. The King of Corneria is like an African warlord. Jesus. 
Well, well, I mean, I, I'm I'm from the town of Corneria, so so Bruce is my poker buddy. I, I can assure you, he just sounds funny when he's standing behind pillars. And realistically, when you've got a kingdom that consists of 12 people, your sample size is pretty small for the town guard. So the guard turns back to you and says, I assume you're familiar with the prophecy then? Yes, we do something and then there's things. Yes, but... <laughs> it's not the prophecy. Um, I don't, <laughs> that's the other prophecy. You... You proved to, to me that you you know the prophecy, good <sighs> sir. We're playing that game. Well, <clears throat> playing Final the Fantasy. world lies shrouded in darkness. The winds die. The seas rage. The earth decays. The castle guards need a raise, contributes Bruce. <clears throat> <clears throat> Don't bring me down, Bruce. That's not part of the prophecy. At any rate, the important part is that <clears throat> when darkness veils the world, four warriors of light shall come. Supposedly, the warriors of light are supposed to appear after a long journey, and in the hand of each will be a crystal, so here you are, you light warriors, you, off to save the world from evil. Unfortunately, the non-kidnapped members of the royal family have gone on vacation to celebrate something, so I've been tasked with answering any questions you may have. Are How you may king I now? Help? <laughs> are you effective king? Uh, I am not effective king. The uh, well, actually, we don't have an effective king, if you ask me. But you didn't hear that. Can I be king? Uh, we'll see. I mean, there. I've there got is crystal. The, well, I there mean, is. It, the, there, there I'm is part of a the, prophecy. I so I hear. Uh, I think that if, makes me pretty qualified to be king. If you it, win it sounds the like, eating contest, it sounds like you can't wait to be king. king. It's in the rules. Pancake king. I mean, king's Pancake. king. Pancake king is probably king of everything. Because of pancakes. Uh, so, if the Waffle King tries to take over our territory again, I'm just man. Hell with the Waffle King. That dude's a bitch. So I I see there's uh, not too much uh, generosity motivating you. No going out and doing good things for king and country. It's the pancakes again. Should not be surprised. Well, uh, is there anything that I can tell you to facilitate the happening of this pancake brunch you so crave? So is the princess good at making pancakes? Cause, uh... Oh, for heaven's sake. He takes out a, uh, a note from his uh, his pocket, and he starts to read it off. He says, uh, uh, you can buy supplies in Canaria Town. They sell weapons, armor, potions, and tents. This is the stuff that you should be asking about, by the way. But uh, pancake I was brain. about to. Uh, there are people who can teach you magic and someone who can revive you if you fall in combat. Not that you'll be seeing much combat around here, unless you count the giant spiders in the swamp. Or the marauding bands of amps in the forest. Or the mentally unstable ponies out behind the castle. Uh, there's a cheap inn if you need to rest and recover your strength. I don't know what it is about the wilderness, but it's physically impossible to fall asleep outdoors without some sort of roof overhead. Now, this is a guess, but if the princess was kidnapped by Garland again, she'll be in the Temple of Fiends northwest of here. I'm, I'm sorry, it's not Fiends. Silly me, don't listen to me. It's the Temple of Friends. Don't listen to the illiterate town people who think it's Temple of Fiends. It's, it's a very pleasant place, which is expressly not filled with shambling corpses and living stone gargoyles. Beyond the cheerful forest encircling Conaria is a peaceful open plain that a happy forest on the edge of a charming swamp between two calming mountains. On the other side of the charming swamp is more happy forest, and after that, along the serene coast, is the Temple of Fiends. Friends. <sighs> he crumples up the note and puts it back in his pocket, in his pouch. So, so if there's nothing else, do you, do you have anything, anything relevant and intelligent to ask me that does not involve pancakes? Is there anything in the castle that we might be able to use? Or is everything, like, super, you have to leave it in the castle? 
Is it well, like the, the forest, like you have to leave what you see? No, we, we do have the castle treasury, and if you have the uh, magic key that uh, I believe is with the elves in Elfland at the moment, but I don't recall, uh, you will have... Why do the elves have a key to our stuff? Well, I, I think... Do you, I was, do you I not have a key to, to Corneria's treasury? This no, seems the, like a pretty... Pretty shoddy uh, security measure here. Well, I think the elves made the door and then they made the lock and the key and then never bothered to give us a copy. Or maybe we lost our copy of the key, so they just keep the master key over in Elfland. Uh, but there's plenty of treasure inside our treasury. Uh, all of it, by the time you locate the key and have access to it, will uh, be one or two levels lower than you actually need it to be to be of any use to you. Uh, but there are things uh, in there. Otherwise, there's plenty of people to talk to uh, who don't really... So, so, so let me get this straight. Let me get this straight. Before before we stick our necks out for you, this is a kingdom that does not have access to its own resources, that the leaders go on trips and don't really put anybody in charge, and that hasn't given me my damn pancakes yet. The complimentary pancake brunch is after the safe return of the princess. Fine. So... If there's nothing else, I suggest you be on your way before someone kidnaps the princess again out from under Garland's nose, assuming that's where she is in the first place. Oh, and you all look flat broke, so here's 400 gold. And so he hands you 400 gold. Uh, would someone from the party care to be the caretaker of the gold? Everyone has access to it, but someone needs to take note of it, and I don't want it to be me. I could do it. Okay. <laughs> the so. only person here is clearly not obsessed with pancakes. <laughs> Yay. I'll, I'll be in charge of pancake levels. Zero. So this is shared party gold. No one has their own access to their own gold. Uh, for whatever reason, you stick the uh, gold in your pocket, and then uh, the rest of you notice that there's uh, suddenly gold in your pockets. Uh, apparently, something about the crystals that you picked up has uh, linked your pockets together so that potions, gold, any of those mutual shared things like that uh, that go into your pockets are accessible by all, which is slightly creepy the more you think about it. So uh, let's not dwell on that, and off to town you go, presumably, unless there's something so else you There's so many horrible do. things in my pockets. Well... If the, I'll if steal the your castle. driver's license and everything. You won't be able to ride an airship again. <laughs> I'm committing identity theft. <laughs> I think the castle might be the best place because they probably have trained mages. Maybe mage people should go around and look and see if the mage persons can stuff. Because I don't know about you guys, but I come from circle town of Gravestones, Melmond, and they didn't have very good wizarding schools there. So I don't know says, oh, you come from the crummy town. Yeah, that place yeah. That place is awful. I'm so sorry yeah. you had to live there. So that's what that smell is. I mean, there's, there's like, more dead people in that town. There's, like, more gravestones than there are people in the world. It's such an awful place. Yeah, we know. Well, it, it's the age of darkness that we're trying to revert or something. No, it's the age of pancakes that you're trying to usher in. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you need anything well, else? I mean, we're in the middle of the Great Christmas? Pancake Drought. I mean, that, just so you guys know, that's why I'm so insistent about these pancakes. Pancakes are a very... See, I'm from Provoca, and pancakes are a very important part of our culture. But ever since the, the sea stopped and the earth rots and whatever, we can't get pancakes. So I come here thinking I can indulge in pancakes, the great mystical food of my Provocan forefathers... And here I'm, I'm being told that I need to go on some crazy quest, which I'll, I will do. I will do for pancakes. That is how dedicated I am. That's how dedicated pancakes to pancakes. 
but you know, we're this is this is dire times, guys. Dire times for pancakes. Ah, says the guard. That makes so much more sense. It's Bicky, the pancake pirate, who's invaded Provoca. Yeah, God, he's he is just the worst ever. Very good. So you have your he gold. He doesn't even use syrup, and he uses margarine instead of butter. Oh, oh my God, ew. I hate Bicky. So, so Anna and I, or oh, sorry, Lita, Lita and I, I think, if at least, are going to go look around the castle to see if we can find any royal mage type people. Correct. Okay. Unless, does anyone else want to come? Um, uh, I, I sure. I might as well come along. I suppose. I'm gonna go look for a weapon store because right now I'm about as effective at hitting things as a uh, thing that's not very effective at hitting things. <laughs> All right, so you you head out towards uh, the town and uh, uh, mages oh, after. Oh, we're after all that. mages, yeah. Yeah, mages. So you take a quick sweep of the castle, and as soon as you start to wander off, the guard says, "Look, I I know that you're probably looking for interesting things around here. I assure you, there is nothing of value at all that is interesting in this castle for such pancake hungry people as yourselves. If you want to get equipped, go to town. I I promise you, there's nothing here. Well, there is the one invisible person who just hangs around the castle. We haven't been able to find them long enough to grab them and toss them out. But aside from that, uh, you really don't have anything." look at here mm, because everything's all locked away right no right. mostly we're just boring people here <laughs> uh, when are we going to build that bridge out of town oh well so i guess we'll go to town then okay so you go into town ding dong uh area town is this uh lovely little area it's got uh stone paths that uh, go weave through town and there's a uh, couple of little streams that run around lots of green trees, lots of fresh grass, and uh, several buildings, all of the necessities that uh, you could possibly imagine. And then a, a um, miniature stone wall surrounding each of the small portions of town. It's interesting, uh, Canaria is more is not so much a town as it is a series of small villages that happen to pop up directly next to each other, and then they just put walls around them and then decided one day that they'd all share taxes and just be one town instead. Uh, so you pop into one of the random ones along the side, and they all seem to look identical and have exactly the same people there and the same layout, so uh, you're not sure what uh, is going on with the development of the uh, civilization in this part of the world, but uh, you walk into one of these uh, sections and find this lovely little town, big fountain in the middle, and uh, people just wandering around, minding their own business. There's a, a leggy dancer who's dancing around in circles near the fountain. There's a an old woman out in the back going about her business. There's a, a sagely man who's thinking beneath a tree. There's a uh, castle guard who's on patrol. Uh, there's a little boy running around, and uh, there's several shops. So you have your pick. You have a black and white magic shop. You have a, uh, a clinic where you can uh, go in and see if you need medical assistance of some sort. You've got a potion shop, weapon shop, armor shop, and an inn. I want to find a locksmith. You look around, and there doesn't seem to be anything specifically that's a locksmith. Is there a thieves' guild? Doesn't seem to be a thieves' guild. The uh, only buildings in town are the ones that I mentioned, and incidentally, there are no homes. So <laughs> either people live under the trees or in the stream or just have a room in the back of the armor shop or something. Is there any money in the fountain? Well, you want to go over and check the fountain? Yeah, I'll go over and look at the fountain. Okay, you like go over to it. the fountain. And you see your face upon the clean water. How dirty. Come, wash your face. Okay. Splash, splash. 
Splash, splash. You uh, poke yourself in the eye with a gold coin that happens to have splashed up from the fountain. So add one gold to your party total. Yeah. However, it's a very pointy coin. You take 500 damage and die. (laughs) (laughs) Ouch. Kidding, kidding, kidding. This is not an adventure game. Uh, So, yes, you have a gold coin. Yay. What else? Who wants to go where? Well, I I know that the the maid shop is in, like, the north, north... Northwest part of town, not northwest yes. part of town. <laughs> North left. So we have mages. We might as well check out the mage shops. I think it's very convenient that they have black and white magic together. So I recommend that the white mage look in the white magic. You All right, don't and you're. Say. I, I'm just <laughs> just guessing. I could be wrong. All right, so you head into the white magic shop, and something interesting about this shop and from the the look of it some of the other shops in town even though it's broad daylight and these buildings are covered in windows every shop you enter seems to be pitch black except for the area around the counter which gives you just enough light to see clearly the shopkeeper and each other so you're in the white magic shop and on the other side of the counter is a featured albino woman dressed in baggy gray robes and a matching pointy hat which give the illusion that she's of average height and build it'll be another few minutes yet before you realize that she is in fact an implausibly petite young woman who's hiding a crate under her robes so that she can see over the counter and she says so is this everyone who's in the shop or just the white mage i mean i'm i'm there i don't know if anyone else is all right i'm dragging everyone together because it's easier to do party gold when you're all together and you'll just take turns going around the various shops so the woman looks at all of you and she says oh hello come on in i can teach you white magic well i can't she looks at the pancake driven fighter she says well i can't teach you anything well you know maybe someday if you come back and you know you're you're bigger and stronger and buffer but uh i don't know the rest of you how does uh, well being, and not how does with the hat buffer you... influence my ability to cast magic which are which is typically a uh, intelligence driven Oh no no! It's not that kind of buffer. It's uh, well, it's a, it, it's got something to do with the rat tail, and well, it, uh, it's a long story. Why is she southern now? It never was. It just sort of happened like that. It, it, it's yeah, local Canarian accent. You just can't, you can't ever peg it down. So, uh, but I see the the two of you, you there in the uh, the big fancy red hat with the plume and the cape, and uh, you there in the, the white robes. And I can tell you're hiding a big white top hat and a tuxedo under there. So, uh, the two of you, you could probably have uh, some use for some of my magic. And she takes out a, um, a list and unravels it for you. And you see four spells that are for sale. Uh, there's Cure Magic, which restores hit points to one of your teammates. Harm Magic, which deals damage to any undead, all undead enemies. Uh, not all undead enemies everywhere ever, but just all of the ones in immediate range. Uh, and then Fog Magic, which uh, ups your Absorb skill, which is basically damage reduction for the duration of a battle. And Ruse Magic, which grants uh, increased evasion uh, through the roof, meaning that if you have the chance to evade an attack, you're probably going to dodge successfully. So she says all of these are 100 gold each. Hmm. And because of the way that the the brain works... Any one of us magicians can only really process three spells of any particular level. These are the, the lowest level spell you can come up with, so you can only have three of these spells locked into your memory. And you there in the red, you can have three magic spells memorized, but uh, you can have your pick of black or white. But it's got to be three total between the two of them. But of course, I wouldn't mind if you spent all your money here. Do you have any unlocking spells? <laughs> 
Uh, well, if you go to the Black Magic place next door, they have a locking spell. Uh, it's kind of the opposite of what you're looking for. Um, Magic is okay. useless. So, the cure would mean that we wouldn't have to use potions as much. It would be like a potion that we could refill at the whenever we go to the inn. It seems like it would be useful, but I don't know. What does is, what is other people think? Grab that one. Always grab a healing spell. Yeah, one of us should know cure. Okay, then uh, do we all agree that I will take cure spell? Is there any disagreement? We have to buy these spells separately, so if both of us wanted cure, we'd have to fork out 200? Correct. Oh my goodness. I don't think we need... I can, I can just focus on that. I'll be my white mage duty and just cure people. <laughs> duty. So I appreciate the level class you're bringing to this podcast, Michael. Thank you. I try. I warned you. <laughs> Very well. All right. So you want cure magic? You fork over a hundred gold, and the woman hands you a uh, slip of paper, and she says, "Read this." And you look it over, and the magical runes on it get burned into your brain, and the paper just erupts in a uh, small puff of fire and smoke and it's gone. The pain and is just unbearable for those yeah. few moments. And uh, you now know cure magic. Do-do-do-do. So, restores 2d8 plus your intelligence bonus HP to one ally. Wow. Or not your intelligence bonus, your intelligence score, because we're not playing this quite like D&D. Okay. Boom! So, anything else at the white magic shop? Um, How much money do we have again? coins. Gold. Ooh. Yeah, okay. first before buying anything else. I'm just waiting for the all of you to wander outside, and you're like, all you have is cure magic, and you can just keep healing each other as you get beaten <laughs> on by all these monsters that you're just not equipped to handle. Yes. I think we should. So we definitely need a cure, which we got. We definitely need to get something that can do significant damage. <laughs> I would say. Yeah, I think it's the fire spell, which is the good. I don't. I know. need something to hit things with. I need something to hit things with, too. I think because I'm the second best fighter, and um, you guys can have the magic stuff. I don't know so if that makes sense. So are we going to go with one white mage spell, one black mage spell, and then two weapons for the red and fighter? And we'll see how much is left after that. Okay. All right, so you head over to the pancakes. weapon shop, then? There's no pancake so which, shop, but there's a which, weapon shop. Oh, my God. Which, can, which shop should we go to? Pancakes. So you, you go to the weapon shop, and the shopkeeper in there... Slowly raises a hand in greeting. Welcome, sighs the grizzled, gaunt man with steely hair and a matching mustache that droops and tapers off to either side of his mouth, framing his tired face into a permanent frown. I suppose you want some weapons. Are you a blacksmith? Yeah. Can you make me, say, a crowbar and, I don't know, some small, like, picks? Yeah. I can do that. In fact, I have some already over there. Somebody wanted them. They walked away, forgot to... They paid me, but forgot to take them. So, uh, I guess you can have them. Hands them over to you. Sweet. Ooh, that crowbar makes a great weapon. I'm gonna go back to the castle. Okay. So as you wonder, <laughs> he says, Hey, you look like you could use some weapons. You want to buy something? Maybe. No. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe. Did, so, <laughs> did he get... A, who has a crowbar now? I do. It's it's not okay. a very crowbar. It's not weapon grade crowbar. Wait, wait which which okay. one of you's got yeah, nimble fingers, just... or you know, is it, which one of you's the smartest? Um, 
I think. <laughs> Who has high luck? I'm gonna guess it's. I'm gonna guess no. it's a black mage. Hey, black mage, come with me. I need okay. your. Uh... Yeah, black mage has like yeah, black yeah. mage. Way to go. Twenty intelligence. Yeah. Ten luck. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah. All right, yeah. That's good all right. Stuff. So well, you all wandered back to the castle. Meanwhile, the guy in the weapon shop is like, "Thank you for shopping with me." <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. You arrive back at the castle. What do you want to do? I'm going to that locked door. Okay. <laughs> so you wander all the way around the back, uh, and oh, God. Uh, so all the way around the uh, perimeter wall to the back. You wander in. You see this old sagely man who's staring at the ceiling, uh, possibly through a hole, or possibly he's just his head is stuck in that position. You walk around through some pillars, and you see these two majestic doors with uh, another sage standing in front of them, uh, staring at a hole in the ceiling, or possibly his head is stuck in that position. Uh, but you see the two locked doors that say treasury on them. Okay, so I pull on the sage's beard. He doesn't seem to notice, though his head pulls down. Okay, okay, I let go. <laughs> it, it looks back up. His head looks back up. Alright, so, uh, do they um, look like they're going to interfere with us at all here? No, he's really not paying attention to you. It's sort of a speak-when-spoken-to right. kind of culture. Alright, well, I am going to try and get this door open. Uh, Anna, why don't you uh, try, or, uh, I forget what the black mage's name is. Uh, Lida. 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 Are there any like are there any like uh, key? I guess there's a keyhole. So, so let's uh, let's try these um, let's try these uh, picks on there. See if we can open up this lock a little bit. Meanwhile, try and uh, jimmy it open with this crowbar. All right. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. Are you having fun mm-hmm. getting Nathaniel? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, are we rolling for anything or what? Yeah, you can roll an agility check. Uh, how we're doing skill checks is. A little bit differently than usual. Uh, it's it's still going to be like in Dungeons and Dragons. You roll a d20, uh, and then you will just add your entire agility score to it. And then I have set uh, numbers that you need to beat in order for it to be effective. All right. Well, if it's rolling agility, what's the highest agility here? It's not me. I've got five. So red mage and black mage. So that's that's Alf and Lita. We we both have ten agility. Okay. So I guess we can both roll our d20. Oh, come on. Oh, hey. So that's 16 plus 10 for a 26 agility. Okay. As you bring the pick close to the door, just the breeze of the motion blows the door open. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! It worked. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Does anyone seem to be reacting to this? Uh, Nope, nobody seems to care. Alright, well, I think yeah, the guard said that if we got in, we could take stuff, so... Yeah. Let's Get go. Okay. So, you uh, you walk in there, and uh, you're looking around, and you open a... Uh, you got three treasure chests right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Okay, open them up. Yeah. Alright, you open one up. Uh, this chest is empty. Aww. What? You try the next one. This chest is what? empty. Ooh. And you try the next one. This chest is empty. But there's a whole treasury building next to you yet that you haven't tried. Oh, bogus. <laughs> Wait, there's a, there's a building next? I think I see where this is going. Do you want to go into the next treasury building? Yes. So we, so we want to try opening... Okay. How many treasury yeah, buildings try are the there? Other treasury oh, there's building. just the two yeah. side by side. So you open one of the boxes. Okay. This chest is empty. You open another box. This chest hey, is empty. Hey, you freaking tease! 
you open one more box, and there is a silver knife inside of it. Oh, huzzah! A silver knife! So if uh, anyone would like to take this, the fighter, red mage, and black mage can equip it, and it's 1d10 damage, and it's plus 5 to your hit percent. Well, I can't take it, so don't worry about me. I can wait to get magic, so... Yes, I'll take it. Well, that's one less weapon we have to buy. Yeah, and keep in mind, black mage, that you only have two spells that you can use until you go Uh back sleep or level up. So, if yeah. you don't have a weapon, you're not going to be very effective in battle for very long. Good. That's a good point. But now we have extra money to buy you a we weapon do. and a okay. spell. So, why, why don't you hang on to it, and then we'll go back to town, and then we'll yeah, figure we'll out who gets the different. silver knife! Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Bingo Bongo, yeah, you're back in town. Tracks around. Does it look like this has been disturbed recently, or if it was a... Uh... Um, you can roll an intelligence check with your majestic intelligence of one to figure Someone that roll out. roll an intelligence check for me. I need to do it. So that's why you have pancakes on the brain, because you have an intelligence of one. Yeah. Yay. For uh, tracks. Lita, roll for that. Uh, that's a 30. You don't notice any tracks, but you also notice that uh, whatever dust had been collecting um, on the edges of the chest near um, the, the lock mechanism for these uh, has been disturbed and has not re in dust. So these have been disturbed recently, and somebody apparently just missed the one with the dagger in it. Or they tried to open it and didn't have any room in their paltry inventory and put it back. Let's go shake down Bruce. <laughs> It's not. No, Bruce. Bruce wanted more wages. How much? You know that type of thinking might lead you to bust into the treasury. Bruce I'm gonna go find Bruce. Stares at pillar. Yeah. He, he you play cards with pillar. Play cards with the one hiding his ill-gotten gains that are rightfully ours to steal. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I know I play let's cards go, with him. That's why I know he's a, he's a dirty cheat when it comes to... Yeah. So you go over, and uh, you visit Bruce. And Bruce is standing there saying... Uh, still staring at the pillar in front of him, but he notices you in his peripheral vision. And he says, oh, hi! Hi, everybody! You're back! So, Bruce... Is that your real name, Bruce? <laughs> Would I make up a name like Bruce? I don't know. That's Batman's name. I- I, I would, but I, I like Bruce. So, Bruce, been to the treasury lately? No, sir, there's no reason to go in there, because it's always locked. Is it, Bruce? Is it? Well, except when it's not locked, I guess. What are you getting at? How would it be not locked, Bruce? Maybe if well, someone if had broken in by there? the key, they could just walk in and get at it. We were told the key is missing, Bruce. <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't keep track of everybody's keys. Bruce, I have a good authority that you're a cheat. <laughs> now, who said that? <laughs> a little because bird. Because like truth. But it's not something that you should share. Bruce, you should know that we're adventurers. <laughs> adventurers aren't exactly known for their tact. We go into houses... We rummage through chests, we rummage through drawers, we break pots, and we kill things. We kill things for a living. Bruce, I'd like you to see the end of puberty. I really would. I think you'll enjoy it. <laughs> I'm 40 for years old. For that to happen, Bruce, I need to know where the treasure in the treasury went. 
because I'm an adventurer with a hunger for pancakes, and I have a job to do. Is finding the treasure from the treasury part of your job description? It is, Bruce. It is. It's on my resume. Well, I can't help you unless somebody came by with the key. There's really not any way that anybody could get in there. Look for somebody who has the key. Bruce, Bruce, look at me in the eye. Bruce, look at me in the eye. I can't. I'm staring at this pole. (laughs) Bruce, turn around. I'm going to... I can't. Bruce? No, I'm physically incapable. Don't make me do it. Bruce, who has the key? Well, last I guessed it was the elves, but if somebody released the uh, who else besides the elves would have the key, Bruce? <laughs> well, save the elves from his number, and then that got as a reward to keep waking him up. Who, who got the key? Bruce? Can I like? Can, can I leave so that I don't get thrown out of the castle with him? <laughs> probably the best. Don't you go back. Joe. I'm gonna go outside. Yeah. Go outside. Where's the key, Bruce? You, you were kind of muffled earlier, Bruce. You must have been speaking into the uh, column. Like I said, the only person who would have the only key that I know of, there might be another one that we, we... I know we lost one a long time ago. So the only key that I know of was with the elves, and if the elves gave it away, that means that they were so gracious that somebody must have done something great to, for them to give away the key in the first place, which means that they probably had their sleeping prince who'd been sleeping under the spell of that evil dark elf. He woke up. Probably some adventurers did it, and so for some adventurers to do it, they would have had to get the herb, which would have come from Atoya, whose cave is way the heck up there. In order for her to do it, they I, would Bruce, have... I've, I'm bored talking to you. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bruce, you were just the worst. <laughs> Fine. Bruce, where did you get your armor? I'm finding a new I poker, buddy. I got it buddy. from the weapon shop in town. Give me your armor. We should go there. I can't. It physically grabbed my body. We're walking over to the armor shop (laughs) at this point. He said you're walking with your companions over to the armor shop. They're all uh, dragging you away. (laughs) Can't I, like, threateningly toy with his epaulets? So we're in the the, uh, weapon shop. (laughs) The party drags you away, and you're back in the weapon shop. And he says, oh, good, you've returned. What things can I do for you today? I plop them down crystals? and say, buy a weapon. Oh, <laughs> very good. I mean, we're light warriors. Can I trade the crystal for a weapon? Uh, I'm afraid they don't have any monetary value here. What I do take is gold or Cornet Express, but nobody has that. So I've got a wooden staff I can sell you, or a small dagger, wooden nunchucks, or a rapier, or iron hammer, take your pick. Can I kill the shopkeeper? Because it sounds like I'd be doing him a favor. <laughs> Is he cutter? Can I look at his wrists? Are they all flashed up? Um, no. <laughs> he, he says, the staff might be good for one of the mages. The dagger might be good for that shady mage. Neither you can use the wooden ninja dealies and the the rapier is good for you heavy hitters, and the hammer, you white mage thing, you you can probably use that. How much have you had to drink today, sir? <laughs> Surprisingly less than usual. <laughs> you doing okay? You don't sound too happy. Listen, how about this? How about you give us some weapons? In return, my friend here will cast a cure spell on you that will reverse some of the horrible damage you've done to your liver. 
I don't think it's how it works. Shut up! He doesn't know that. You don't know there's, that either. It could do it. There's no healing spell that can heal the wounds I have. Oh. Have you have you tried it? <laughs> oh. Have you tried buying one of my wares? <laughs> Please. I did, but you're trying to charge us money for that a would stick cure one of his poor, back. poor I don't broken. I know that you're the most trustworthy. Then merchant. don't buy the stick. It's a finely crafted wooden stick, but I do admit you would be better off with the dagger. See how much is the dagger? How much is the dagger? Okay, so the wooden useless staff is five. The small dagger is five. The wooden nunchuck is ten, but nobody cares about that one. The rapier is ten, and the iron hammer is ten. Why does no one care about the nunchuck? Because none of you can use it. Oh, okay. Nobody can use it. Well, I mean, hmm. you can so use which one the, can the I rapier do? and the rapier you can use or the, the iron small dagger thingy? in the wooden staff. But the rapier is by far the best, and for only five gold. I guess I'll buy yeah, the rapier. Sort of yeah, how the rapier in this world. If it's expensive, so, yeah. it's definitely better. Okay, so pretty treasure, minus ten gold, I'm and uh, you now have a rapier. Then. So this one d eight plus one damage, um, plus your. Uh, base damage, and then uh, hit your hit percent is plus 5 from your base. Ta-da! Okay. Anyone okay. else want a weapon? I guess I'll keep the dagger. Jeez. Uh, well, remember, we already have the dagger. Because I'll take the dagger. Well, you, already have a, you already have a dagger, remember? Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I, I'll be using that silver dagger. Then, I, then you have the silver dagger. Then I'll buy a dagger as well. Then. Okay. You buy a small dagger for 5. And so, what are we, what are we at right now, gold-wise? Um, we are at 286. Okay. Well, the weapon, how much is the hammer again? Well, since it's, it's not that, exp- it's not as expensive the as the spell, yep. I might as well... Ba- basically, deck yourself out with all the weapons and armor, and then argue about who's going to get what spell. Okay. So I'll, g- I'll grab the hammer then. Okay. And the red mage needs Yay, a weapon. iron hammer. It's made of iron. Or did I give you the weapon? Oh, no, you have the weapon already. No, you all have weapons. What are you doing? Get out. That, that was me. <laughs> Okay, we're going to leave that. Is someone clicking dice? Is that what the sound is? Possibly. Or it's a rat invasion, and they all have jingly rattles on their tails. Uh, weapon shop is done. Head over to the armor shop. Jingle bells, jingle bells. Can we go okay. to the black mage shop? Armor shop, which is somewhere. Okay, you pop, over to, you pop over to the black magic spell store, mm-hmm. and the proprietor of this shop appears to be a child. The hood of the tone robe hides his face, but you can see a faint reflection of light from his eyes, which are the sole distinguishing feature of the bulbous mass that is his head. As you enter the shop, he jumps as high as he can over the counter, which is just a little too high for him to see over. He says, Boo! Hello. Hi. Back off, shorty. Hey. Uh, oh, sorry. Do you want to do, do do, do buy some black magic? Yes, please. Okay, so I can teach you a fire spell, uh, which is good for setting things on fire, and I can teach you the slep spell. I think it's supposed to be sleep, but somebody spelled it slep, and it looks really silly. So uh, you can uh, maybe put an enemy to sleep and then beat them up, and that's good because they don't beat back until, well, you know, they wake up. Uh, And then there's a lock spell, uh, which uh, makes it easier for you to hit enemies because they can't dodge you as well. And uh, one of my customers last week told me the spell wasn't working, so I double-checked the spell book and realized I'd been forgetting to teach people the most important part of the spell. So this one works, I promise. I'm sorry, it was broken before. And then a lit spell. Uh, Probably should be Is that a lisp spell? Is that what I heard? Did you cast that on yourself? 
I accidentally hit myself once. It's a it's a lit spell, uh, and that uh, rains lightning on your enemies. So uh, what do you want? Wait, wait, wait. I thought it was a literature spell. Am I in the uh, wrong it, place? It could be uh, if you like reading about lightning to your face. Do you have any spells for tracking down dirty, Ooh. rotten treasury thieves? Dirty, rotten? No. That's like at least level four magic. Do you have? Can you cast level four magic? What, what do I look like to you? Uh, I, don't you, look, you look like someone <laughs> knowledgeable in the black magic arts because you're selling them. Is this, are you just like what? a piano teacher that's just trying to stay one lesson ahead of the kids? Is that all this is, what? really? You know, you you do the correspondence course, and it's like you know you you've been doing this for years. So what what can I do for you? Fire, slap, lock, lit. So so um, what does everyone else think? Because I'm thinking either the fire or lightning spell. Yeah, fire yeah, or lightning those, both sound good. The status spells are the ones that probably won't work, end up working on the bosses, if I know my RPGs right. <laughs> What's so an RPG? I would say, <laughs> they're like stories about the sort of thing we do. Oh, cool. Let's play one. <laughs> so I would suggest either the You find yourself standing in front of a castle. <laughs> <laughs> How much are all these spells? Oh, they're 100 each. Ah, ooh, ooh. I could buy 10 hammers with that. But are they on fire? Or charge I cast, lightning? I cast Hammerstorm and I just throw a bunch of hammers at me. <laughs> You know what? I can just pick up the hammers. I can use Hammerstorm as many times a day as I want. Okay. Uh, fire so, or lightning. Okay, well, we have what are we doing? Are we going to split this down the middle one. with the, the red mage and the black mage? Well, I don't know if we should spend all of our money on spells yet, because we don't know how much the armor costs. Right, mm -hmm. so... I, I would think suggest... with lightning, because it's cooler. Right. And that would be for Anna. Yeah, if black mage gets lightning. Okay, and then we'll go to the armor shop, and if we still have enough money left over, we might buy a fire okay, for you. you buy the lightning lit spell for 100. That's uh, 3d10 plus your intelligence score, lightning damage to one enemy when you use it. And over here to the armor shop. The uh, shopkeeper here is a rotund, bronze-skinned dwarf. Desperate need of a haircut and beard trim. He wears taut, blue-tinted chain armor that he presumably made himself. What do you want? You like armor, please. <laughs> what they said. Oh, yeah, man. If you have... I would kill for some pancakes. Do you need Do you any kill? pancakes for sale? For well, as you mentioned, I've got uh, armor made out of metal pancakes. Uh, we call it chain armor. Oh, uh, that's 80, my and, God. Uh, is it ceremonial pancake armor? Oh, you know it is. And so oh, you there and the one in the, both of you in the red be. can wear it. And, uh... We've also got wooden armor, but, uh, you know, why bother with wooden when you can go with chain pancakes? Uh, that's right. 50. And then for the rest of you, there's cloth. It's just nice, big cloth robes with metal woven in. You'll love it. Ten. How much is the uh, the pancake armor? All right, I'm going to make this easy on you. It's 80 for the pancake, and the two of you are getting it, so that's 160, plus an extra 20 for two cloths for the Yahoo's over there. We do not have... We have just... Like, uh, we have 176, so that's Heck. not enough. <laughs> well, then one of you is going naked. 170, that buys you two chains and a cloth. I mean, we could get two woodens. We could get a chain mail, a wooden, and two cloths. Yes? Yeah. I could say you three woodens, but like I don't know what you'd do with it. Maybe grab it and try and swing no. it at your enemies or something. So wait, the chains are each 80? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to do some math. 
I can do some math for you, too. You walk out into the field, you bop an imp over the head, and you come back with a couple of gold to buy yourself another cloth. Okay, that sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so let's buy everything except one of the cloths. Cloth. That's how the economy works around here. <laughs> okay. So officially, what are you doing? So I, th I think we're buying the two chains and a cloth. And um, who has the most health out of the mages? I have 28. I have... You have what? I have 30... Okay. I have 25. Have... Yeah, I have 30 okay. HP. Well, I have 28. So who doesn't want to take the armor if we go out into battle to get some gold? Do, 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 do. Well, I don't have spells, so I'm going to demand that I get armor. Because I'm, I'm being a jerk that way. Well, you bought chain armor, so one of them is going to you no matter what. Yes! Do, 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 you can equip it. Alright, I'll, so I'll go without I'll go without armor. And, I'll go okay. with and the red mage equips the now. chain armor. That's plus 15 to your absorb, plus 15 to your evade. And then the black mage takes the cloth, which is absorb plus one, evade plus two. And the healer, the person on whom you rely to keep everyone else alive, is the least armored <laughs> and most likely to die. Okay, so it's plus... So you now have an orb of 15, so uh, you absorb the first 15 damage that you take from the enemy. Yay. That does no damage to you, and thing on top of that is the damage that you take. Except, no matter what, if you get hit, you will always take one damage. It is a minimum of one damage when you get hit. No matter what. Alright, so are we all done shopping? For now. Happy, happy. So, you want to go on your quest to go pick up Princess and uh, bring her back pancakes? What the yeah, like well, I'm getting pretty hungry, so yeah, let's uh Isn't go our main quest to go rights? get some money to buy of me an armor cloth? <laughs> Well, the current quest, yes, but we're looking at big picture here. So, okay. uh, shall you wander outside? Yes, I say yes. Okay. So you wander outside, and uh, ahead of you is um, this vast field, and at the far end you see that there's a, uh, a small port. Well, actually, it's a pretty reasonably sized port um, for boats. Uh, there are no boats there currently, and there's lots and lots of grassland out. However, there's... A a mighty thick forest that encircles the castle and the town on most of the side. And there's also uh, the ocean all around the uh, other sides of the forest. So, you can wander around through the grasslands, or you can venture into the forest. You can hug the coastline. You can go south to the port. You can go northwest, northeast. Which way do you want to go? Okay, well, first I, I take a look at those forests and I say, Hooey! That's a mighty thick forest! I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. Um, how far away is the and, harbor? Uh, the harbor is X amount of distance away from you. Oh, X. I mean, it, it okay. feels like a couple of steps, but it's really quite far. Is it far enough that we might run into something on the way? Why, yes, it is. In fact, I don't... simply a couple feet in front of you is far enough that you may run into something. So why don't we try to kill two birds with one Wait, stone it's and a, explore? We, we can see things in front of us, right? I mean, yeah. we, we we have eyes, so, you know, yeah. it's not you, like things are going to pop out of nowhere and attack us, because that would be just ludicrous, right? I mean, absolutely. So, so where do you want to go? To the harbor? Down to the, the port? Do you want to yeah, coastline? you want to go into the forest? Do I you think want we're going around? south to the harbor and checking it out. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you start to wander south to the harbor, and uh, you make it all of four feet outside of town, and you come across a, uh, a quartet of white mages who are all face down in the dirt, stone cold dead. Ooh. 
Does one of them have cloth armor? None of them are wearing any armor. None of them have any weapons. It appears to have been picked clean by whatever killed them. Uh, but Well, this certainly bodes well for tell. our white mage. Uh, <laughs> yes. Can we at least steal, so their, steal their robes and sell them to the laundromat? Oh, there wasn't uh, a laundromat. Crafted to their place, like the uh, armor of the castle guard. Sort of a weird thing that people okay. do these days. We'll cut their hair so and I sell guess... it to Locks for Love. Yeah, oh, hey! That's a good idea. Yes, except Locks for Love hasn't been invented in this game. Oh. Well, let's invent it. We'll be the philanthropists. <laughs> yep, and while the princess is remaining kidnapped and no pancakes for you. Listen, okay, it's it's obvious no, really, that the royals really, don't care are, that... Are you going, what does no, no, this no. princess Are you going to make the choice? Are you going to make the choice between charitable donations and pancakes? This is really not a question. Ah. <laughs> you move south to the coast. <laughs> you end up at the dock. It's like Sophie's and there is nothing whatsoever. <laughs> there is nothing whatsoever of interest at the dock. Oh. So I look the... over at the ocean. I, I lean over uh, uh, to the ocean and look at it. It's quite oceanic. Cool. How deep is the ocean? Uh, deeper than you can comprehend. Pretty deep. That's pretty deep, yeah. <laughs> Are we done looking at the port that we can't use? Fine. I'm going to sit there right. and think so, about my home of Provoca. It's been a long time since I've seen it. The wonderful blue waves lapping at the docks. Smell of salt in the air. Ruined by Bicky the Pirate. And now I can't even get back there because some jackass destroyed the bridge. I don't even know why they do that, but they did. Since <laughs> Son of a non-pancake. So, standing at the dock, which way do you want to go around to uh, to look for some Imbita? Do you want to uh, wander around in this lovely patch of grassland? Do you want to hug the west where the grassland continues up the coast? Do you want to go uh, northwest or northeast into the forest surrounding the castle? What do you want? I think, well, what if we go into the forest? That might be good to like sneak around and like surprise any imps we might come across. Okay, that sounds like a strategy. Okay. So, so do we have to, to roll wander. to sneak? No, no, no sneaking. No sneaking. Oh. Uh, you get up to the forest, and you're just about, you're like this close to entering the forest, and all of a sudden, like a flash of lightning, these imps just appear out of nowhere. They're just right in front of you, and you don't know how they got there. So you are now standing in front of... Three imps. They're tiny little goblin creatures. They've got nasty, crooked teeth, funny-looking hats. They've got these curved daggers and these little, um, like, vest shirts, like these flowy, poofy shirts that they've belted to uh, keep them tight-fitting around their faces. And they're, they're looking at you with blood eyes. And they say, oh, yes, fresh blood. Where? Everybody... <laughs> Everybody roll for initiative. How we are doing this is simply a d20. There are no modifiers, no bonuses. Just roll a d20. Tell me what number you got. If you get a 20, your entire party goes first. If you get a 1, your entire party gets a surprise attack against them. I got a 13. I got a 17. I got a 15. I got a rock. Yeah, I was waiting for somebody. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, you said 15 rage? Mm-hmm. Okay, and what was the white mage? 10. <laughs> 10. Okay, give me a moment to... Well, healer goes that. last on purpose because, you know, that way, if anybody's hurt, we can be healed. Not really, he goes last because he's the lamest. <laughs> yeah. It's good to laugh. You're not lame, Joe. Thank you. I try. Don't coddle the <laughs> Alright, so, the, uh, the one goes first, and he looks around, assesses the different targets, and thinks... Golly, wouldn't it be a good idea to poke the one who can heal the party members and is least armored? So he runs after the white mage. Of course. Of course. And he... I didn't even get up to bed. <laughs> so he uh, runs up and tries to slice at you with his dagger. Um, and it's it's an okay hit, but it's a little sloppy. He's so eager to go slice you apart uh, that it leaves him uh, open for you to be able to possibly dodge him. So roll an evade check. Haste makes waste, uh, Goblin. Haste makes waste. So I got... Oh, 83. So no, that didn't work out so well. Nope. So you get hit, and uh, you take the full force of his dagger uh, for 8 damage. Now, bear in mind Yay. that if any of you... Uh, the number that I give you, you can then factor in your absorb, your uh, damage reduction, and then shave off whatever damage that from, you're not going to take from that. From my armor? So, from my armor? The absorb from the armor that I definitely do no, have? As, as a general principle, for those of us who decided to buy and wear armor. I was being nice. So the, Don't you decide to buy armor. Me. Pank, go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll uh, go ahead and try and hit this one dude that's uh, attacked, uh, attacked uh, our... Um, Big glowy weak spot here. Um, God, this is... All right. Nope. Sorry. Right. So it's 20, so, 25. Okay, I have a twenty-five percent chance to hit, which yep. this is going to be a long. And so if you roll battle. a, you, oh no, it's not. It it does go quickly. If you roll a twenty-five or lower, then it's a hit, automatic okay. guarantee. So um, if you roll any higher than that, then I get to have a chance to evade you. Okay, so I all right, so yeah, it, he gets an evade. So, so just tell me the just tell me the actual numbers that you roll, and then I'll do it. So I uh, get a six. chance to evade. Uh, I roll, yeah. But my evade is junk, so uh, I get hit. Roll for damage. Yay! All right. That was a. And which one are you attacking? You attacking one, two, or three? Number one's the one yeah. that went after the white mage. Two and three are standing there in front of you, waggling their thirteen damage at you hungrily. He said the first. You want to one. take out two or three and you describe its death? Uh, I'm trying to take out the uh, one hit in the white mage. Or the number one. Okay, you take out one. You may describe its death. That's way too much damage for it. Okay. Uh, nope. I, uh, I, I come up behind it. Oh, Sorry, I, was, I miscalculated the absorb. You're good. Kill it. Kill it. Okay, I come up behind it and I basically just go shunk and drive the dagger into the back of its skull. Uh, through its stupid little hat, and then I twist it around a little bit for good measure, uh, and he makes a whole bunch of weird contorted feet, uh, uh, images uh, or uh, uh, facial expressions as I hit various parts of his brain, and then I pull it out and he falls over dead. 
That is delightfully descriptive. Remind me to never ask you to describe a monster's death again. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen, Nathaniel? Oh, yeah. Okay, so he's down, and it is uh, the turn of the next one to go ahead. And so he turns on you and thinks that, yeah, I don't know, maybe he can take you down. Um, however, with hits like that, uh, he's still a little sloppy, or you're just too good. So roll an evade check. Do, 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 do. So I need to roll below the evade percentage I have? At, at or below your evade percentage. At or below. Alright. Got it. Okay. Uh, just for my own benefit, say the numbers out loud if you would. 17. Thank you, sir. Okay, you're at good. my evade percentage is 68. Yep, so you successfully dodge. And he frowns at you. Ooh. And it's oh, he frowns at me! <laughs> you better watch out. And oh, the... oh, oh, my feelings are He's hurt now. <laughs> it's the red mage's turn. Oh, uh, um, I'm rolling here. Okay, so I'm going to roll. So I have a 32, which I rolled, which is equal to... No. I'm confused now. <laughs> okay, so what you do is you roll your D100. Yeah, um, yeah, I got a 32 with that. Okay, so what is your hit percent score? My hit percent is 15%. Okay, so that's all together with your weapon and your base added together, yes? Yeah. Okay, so what you need to do is to guarantee a hit, you need to roll. Think of it sort of as a uh, as a bar, as like a, a bar graph thing. So you, you fill up your base to like what five percent, something like that, is your base score, and then your weapon on top of that fills up the bar to fifteen percent, and then the entire rest of the bar is this empty space or this red space or whatever if you want to visualize it. Um, so. If you roll within the part of the bar that's filled up, so the lower numbers um, within your hit percent, then that is a guaranteed hit. And if you roll super low within your base, that's a guaranteed hit. Anything higher than that, you may or may not hit. It's not a wonderful hit, so that opens up to uh, other people to evade. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, you you had a 15 uh, hit percent, and what was that you rolled? 32. 32. So that is above your hit percent, so that's not a guaranteed hit, so that opens the door for the imp to evade. And so he attempts to evade, but uh, he's no good at evade, so uh, that doesn't happen. So he gets hit. You may roll for damage. Okay, so when I roll for damage, I'm going to be rolling my d8. No. Give me a second here. I'm reading through these things. So you roll the you roll the one hundreds for damn no no you don't no, no no it's it's whatever your weapon is um, oh, okay. plus your base yeah so. that's why I'm thinking d eight plus one okay so that's going to give me a two so I do three damage yay okay. <laughs> we're so proud of you okay now was that to number two or number three I didn't catch that that was three damage. No, to which number imp? Number two or number Let's three? Let's go imp. with imp number two. They have big numbers floating over their heads that only you yeah. can see. Okay. <laughs> uh, however, uh, he seems to have completely absorbed that damage, except for oh. one. So he only takes one damage out of that. Because uh, yeah. that, you know, that big poofy shirt that he's wearing is, uh, you know, pretty tough stuff. Black mage. Um. So does my spell only cost one magic point? Yes. Okay. Um. I'd like to do that one. Do you want to do it on the injured one that the red mage just fought, or the uninjured one? It's difference one hit point. Uh, the injured one? Okay. You cast it on the injured one. That is an instant hit, so simply roll for damage. It kills it. <laughs> it's... Not necessarily. 
we got to get past the magic defense too, which is like absorb, but for magic. So go ahead and roll for damage. That is a, um, that is thirty-five. Okay, thirty-five. Uh, even with his magic resistance, that's more than enough to fry it. You may describe the imp's death. Um, the lightning comes down and he gets fried, and then he screams and dies. Lovely. We are such terrible people. Uh, and it's the white mage's turn. That's really Yay. tame compared to what I would have said to Thane. Yeah. <laughs> So I guess really I'll I'll roll to I'll roll to hit for right now. So rolling that is fifty ooh. Fifty ooh. So yeah, that's fifty fifty two. Well out of your range, so uh yeah. the imp's gonna try to dodge. And the imp doesn't dodge, so apply some hurt to him. And then fight your get with what you're yeah. gonna do. Two D eight, so first one. So, okay, I rolled two threes plus... Oh, wait, yeah. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Okay, so... Just make up numbers. One, I'll one, one D4. So roll your D4 and add whatever other bonuses you have. Here. 13. Um, see, 20 divided by 4 is 5. Um, I'm going to go with 3. I'm just going to say 3 because that's math. Okay. Well, um, for my it's it's not a very good hit. Uh, his floofy armor seems to absorb most of that, so he only takes one damage. Uh, the white mage has gone now. The imp tries to retaliate, but uh, not against the white mage, but also goes to attack the fighter and uh, doesn't do a good job. So, fighter, you can try to evade. Okay. Yep. Numbers, please. Forty-nine. Thank you. Okay. Sorry. So, you successfully evade. And uh, it's back to you. Hit him. Oh, all right. Do 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 do. Nope. Well, I got a twelve again. Okay. So that's. I'm sorry. What's your hit percent? Twenty-five percent. Oh, yeah. sorry, sorry. I got I a sixty percent. Oh, okay. <laughs> I rolled a d twenty. Yes, yes, understood. Okay. So, uh, he has a chance to evade, and. Oh, wow! He doesn't evade. Hit him. Thirteen damage. Okay, and that is enough to kill him, so... Dare I say... Go for it. So, I, uh, I wheel around, and I uh, slash at him with my, uh, with my dagger, and catch him right in the throat, and just opens up a big gash, and blood starts gushing out, and he draws his hands up there, and goes... Okay, we seriously need to get club or something. And he's dead. All of your attackers have been slain. And all of you just suddenly feel this urge to throw your hands up in the air in celebration repeatedly. Uh, exactly. So, uh, and the, the imps are dead. And you gain... Some XPs Yay. and some Jeeps, some GPs. Uh, so you get uh, nah, nah, nah. you get 18 experience points each. You're, you're on the fast track. I'm not dividing this out. It's uh, whatever the value is of the experience of the imp. You just you all get it. Uh, as long as you're alive. If when you're, you're dead, dead, you can't have pancakes. No. And sad. then you also get 
18 gold for the party. If you're dead, you might have bigger problems than whether or not you get experience. <laughs> I don't know. So GP is gold, right? Yes. So how much gold do we so have? We have 24 gold now. So 24. we can afford a cloth for you. Can we? Is that how much? Yeah, we can. Rolling okay, in the let's, go do, let's go there. So we're going to walk to the castle. Okay. I guess. So to the castle? Uh, or not, or you don't want to the, to the, to the, no, the place fire. where the castle is. Okay. The, uh, walk to the castle shop, yeah. The dwarf grunts at you again as you enter. Hello. One cloth. for the cloth. Of, yes. We have murdered for you. <laughs> oh, that's excellent. Gotta love the economy. So he hands you over a cloth. You hand him ten gold. Doo-doo. So we now have fourteen gold. Huzzah. Oh, I should get my cloth. Just pick that up. It, it, yeah, somebody equip the cloth. <laughs> so, back out okay. to the killing fields. Yeah, but let's go back out to the killing fields. I say we. I bet if we have like two more battles, we can level up to level two. Do we want to go into the forest and see if we can explore and find anything? Yeah, there should be something in the forest. So there's the. I'm looking at the map, and there's like that sort of circle of forest around the castle. Yeah. So yeah. I say, as we're walking, we just sort of walk around that um, circumference. Okay. Whoa. SAT word. <laughs> Next time on the Game Cola RPG Cast, something important happens. Our heroes are imperiled, but they pull off some impressive moves against some impotent enemies. Be there. firing up a weed whacker.